Hi, Christian. Thanks for coming to join us today for BYO Podcast here at the Real Wine Fair. I've been a fan of your wines for a number of years, and um, um, a friend of mine, we would talk about who works with your wines. Uh, it's uh, great to have you with us and to learn a bit more about your story. Why don't you tell us a bit about um, yourself, your wines, and, um, and what you're up to? Yeah, okay. Thank you, first of all, for welcoming me. And uh, it's, a, it's a good moment. We can share together. Uh, yeah, I'm wine grower since uh, a long time, a long family, uh, 1770. And uh, I will make my 20th vintage this year. Wow. <coughs> yeah, I believe. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah thank you. And uh, quickly, uh, my father had some vines. Uh, all the wine was uh, inorganic. Uh, he wanted to make uh, zero sulfide wine, but he could not uh, have all the solutions. And uh, then my first uh, thing was to, to think about that, how to make natural wine. Uh, even 20 years ago, it was something very uh, not clear and not a uh, lot, of, lot of people who have the experience. Mm -hmm. Then I quickly met uh, Marcel Lapierre, Pierre Auvernois, those guys who learned me a lot. And uh, I made lots of mistakes and, uh, and things, but it's good experience now. And uh, yeah, we have the luck to have good terroir, great places, great Grand Cru, and um, for sure, uh, vines who have never used uh, chemicals, never have seen uh, bullshit things, then uh, it's, it's also easier to, to make good wine. And uh, now I'm, I am happy to, to make what I do. Uh, it's, it's really fun to, to make wine with nothing inside, just grapes, yeah. and, uh, and uh, to see that the wines can be aged a long time. You can, you can uh, have the bottle open during one or two days and you say, wow, the wine's good. And uh, sometimes there is one wine which is not as, uh, the most what we want, but that's the life, yeah. that's normal. But uh, I'm really happy uh, how the, we, we, each year the, the, the stability is uh, always higher and higher, and uh, yeah. that's good. Great. Well, why don't you grab the first bottle and um, tell yeah. us obviously we can have a taste and uh, chat a bit more. So, that's uh, Amour-Chuir uh, 14. Um, I really like this, uh, this white. Mm. Um, my village where I am is uh, Amour-Chuir. That's why we, we made this, this uh, cuvée, which is Amour-Chuir. Uh, for, for us, the love we, we give uh, to the wine, to the vines, uh, is very important. Uh, there is really a relationship uh, between us and and the and the wine. Uh, I always say it's like uh, somebody who has some plants in the house. If the person loves uh, to take care of them, they are growing a lot. Of the, and if uh, the person doesn't like that, the, the the plants are not nice. There is a vibration between between uh, everything which is uh, alive, like a plant, and between us. And it's very important to, to give these good vibrations. Um, so in, in, you know, you, you're in your 24th vintage, kind of, um, I use the, over 24 years, how has that relationship kind of evolved? Do you, you know, you must, it must be, um, what's different now than was 24 years ago, or 20 years ago, or 15 years ago, in, um, in, in how you're making the wine or in your relationship with the, with the vineyards, maybe? Uh, things change a lot uh, because uh, 20 years ago it, uh, 
the, we did not really know. We, we forgot everything about uh, making zero sulfite wine, mm -hmm. and um, and we was also quite alone. And now we have uh, a new generation of people who really wants to do that, and uh, I really love the, the community uh, we built. Uh, and uh, in Alsace, uh, I'm happy to to have built this community uh, because there are a lot of new wine growers and we make a fair together, the Salon des Vins Libres, which is great. And um, we also discuss a lot. There is no idea of currency between us. It's also a, a good philosophy. Uh, and um, yeah, and we, we share a lot mm -hmm. of things and uh, that's, that's really great. It's, uh, for me, natural wine is a new way to make wine, but also a new way to build uh, our new society because a lot of things are a bit uh, complicated in our society uh, and I think uh, yeah business everybody wants to make business but we we don't need to fight we, we can also share the things and uh, and uh, that's um, more I think better yeah. than, uh, there's, there's plenty of thirsty people to yeah. fill the glass for sure for sure <laughs> so, um, yeah and I think that's something too people think about in you know maybe these fairs or or some communities they the some maybe some regions are more competitive than others but really you know it's uh, it's not these small producers competing with each other that is the concern is how do we get more people of the mass wine people mm, yeah. uh, wine consumers to engage with wines that are n no more expensive no more um, different in price or anything like a luxury investment. It's just to know where to look or to have access to them. And I think that's kind of what you know, the Real Wine Fair is trying to do, is trying to bring that to more. Um, maybe speak about that. Have you, how, how long have you been coming to the Real Wine Fair? Or oh, I don't know. Perhaps quite 10 years. We work with uh, Le Cap de Pérenne and uh, the time we're beginning uh, working with them, we, we, we went to the, to the fair. Have you noticed anything like over the years of coming, how it's changed or uh, it's reception uh, to the wine, maybe? Yeah, uh, for sure there is always more and more producer, and that's cool. And um, more open-minded to other countries, and uh, like uh, East Europe countries who are coming, like uh, Czech Republic, uh, Hungarian, mm. and and uh, that's cool. That's cool uh, to to see those new uh, places who are who also are going in, uh, in natural wine. For sure, always more and more people who are interested in. That's cool. Uh, and I think uh, what is great, uh, the, the Cap de Pyrene uh, who are welcome us, uh, the, the philosophy has not changed. Mm. They, also, it's probably bigger, bigger because uh, the market is going bigger, but the philosophy is very human. People are cool, people are, are really friendly with us, and uh, that's cool for us also. Yeah. Um, it's very important, like bias uh, between wine, uh, wine growers, that we keep this uh, this cool philosophy, this uh, nice relationship. The day things will be just business, and uh, I don't think I, I prefer being in my vines yeah, yeah, yeah. than to come here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's interesting. You talking about kind of, there's a great community here about the real wine. I think that's what for me. When I come to the, I, we go to a lot of different festivals. Obviously, in the wine trade, you go to many, I'm sure. And whenever uh, I come to the real wine for it's different. I feel like I'm just going to see friends. Like I'm going to a party as opposed to that I'm going to um, work, if that makes sense. And I think there's just such a great energy here. Of I think w to what you touched on, as it's grown, that philosophy and that kind of um, humanity has not really changed. It's just gotten more. Yeah. Um, and I, and 
there's probably, I don't know, there's not too many places that kind of maintain that. I think, you know, uh, we have a lot of love for Le Cap de Perenne, and now more partners who are kind of bringing growers into the tent to do uh, more importers. It's not just Le Cap de Perenne, yeah, too, which yeah. is really exciting. So, you know, you also talk about kind of the community um, building of kind of um, locally, both in terms of there's more people working together in the same way. Have you, and, and you talk some of the Eastern European, are you noticing more foreign, because I mean, you know, you're quite modest about your own wines, but they're quite iconic and, and celebrated for many people and very inspirational for a lot of other growers. Do you have a lot of growers kind of coming to the region to look to you now for inspiration where maybe you only had a, you know, Monsieur Renoir and, and um, Lapierre and mm -hmm. places um, like that. Is, are you seeing now you're on the other side of that? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I see uh, all the wine grower who comes uh, looking and asking me and calling me, and, uh, and it's fun. It's uh, it's uh, it's a good uh, thank you uh, the people give me, and, uh, and it's it's really cool. Uh, the things are really moving. Uh, in the past, uh, ten years ago, I, I was I was knowing all the natural wine growers from France, and now. Pfft, it's not possible anymore. There is a new one each minute, yeah. each day. I don't know, but uh, it's crazy. And that's cool. That's really cool. And uh, we also see we, there is um, also new blood who is coming. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even in Alsace, things are complicated because uh, the fields are very expensive. But there are new people who, um, who buy some grapes or who uh, the new generation is coming. And uh, that's cool because um, it's very important to to have this new blood who is coming. Oh, I mean, I, I, we should speak about the wine as well. Yep. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, mm. It has you. a wonderful, obviously, that kind of depth and concentration. You can tell that you're working with obviously very well-grown, ripe fruit, but it still has this kind of silkiness, this incredible um, balanced texture on the palate with a lot of tension. It just keeps it uh, alive. What, what, um, what made you want to, you know, so long ago, start to make zero sulfur wines before, I mean, well before it was like a, um, even something talked about really. What was the, what was the desire there from your father? You said you wanted to kind of follow through for him. It was a challenge for me to make uh, wine uh, with nothing. And uh, I tasted, uh, my, my father made the zero sulfites wine in 92, uh, a little bit, and uh, with problems because the bottles refinement and uh, the cork was exploding, and that all things, and uh, I said, "Wow, that's that's interesting." And uh, and the the, the the easiness to digest, the, the purity to, to swallow, is something where um, I, for me, it was a, a challenge. And uh, my body says me, uh, I want more. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when there is uh, even a bit of sulfites, the aesthetic and the, um, the easiness to, to swallow is really not the same. And it just say me, oh, it's okay, and uh, and um, that's why um, I wanted to to make this challenge for sure. Um, a little bit of sulfites, if I need, I, I would do it. It's not a huge problem, but it's really a, a, a great motivation to mm. to find the solutions to make a zero wine because there is uh, something very like a flower was opened, uh, yeah. and uh, if uh, there is a bit of sulfites, a bit like. And uh, it's a pity. It's a pity. Yeah. It's like I, I would. It's kind of like if you're making out of a certain sauce, and you could just add a little bit of cream, it'd be much easier. But yeah. It's just, hey, no, no, yeah, that's cool. It's more that's honest, cool. you know. Yeah, it's more yeah, honest sure. to go yeah. without it. That, yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, what's the second one that you brought? Should what's we... the second one? The second is a. Uh, oh, okay. A funny, funny. 
it's a, I don't know if it's a funny, but it's a, it's a great wine. It's an orange skin contact wine. I call it Cirose. Uh, the idea was also, uh, we have great varieties like Pinot Gris and Gewürztraminer who are really uh, very difficult to make uh, with zero sulfites, especially when it's directly pressed, because uh, those great varieties have low acidity, high level of sugar, and uh, one moment uh, spontaneous fermentation is difficult. Mm -hmm. And um, also with the climate was changing, um, it was difficult to make easy drinking Gewürztraminer and Pinot Gris. And uh, it's really a good opportunity to have uh, tasted uh, orange wine from Italy, Georgia, Slovakia, Croatia. Because uh, for me, uh, for our climate, which is very warm, very continental and, and hot, it's really a good way to find the buvability and the, the easiness to, to swallow and to drink for those great varieties we are a bit huge. And uh, it smells so much rose, the Gewürztraminer in skin contact, because the aroma of Gewürztraminer are into the skins. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when you make a, a maceration, you have more this aroma. That's why um, I, I make this cuvée C-Rose, because it smells so much rose. And after, it's funny because C-Rose is also our leather big friend. Ah. <laughs> and uh, that's why the, the, the label is funny. The, um, it, it's wonderful. It's got a beautiful, um, I mean, it has all of those aromas. It's definitely really quite fragrant on the, on the nose, but it's so calm on the mm -hmm. palate, if that makes sense. It's very quite delicate, elegant in the way yeah. that it kind of grates. It's not too, it's too not heavy. too overpowering. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. and, and the, the extraction is very delicate as well. So it's got a very nice kind of, um, softness with these kinds of wines, even with these grapes, you sometimes, um, you see more people trying to make this style because it's more like a testament to the ripeness of the fruit, right? Especially mm -hmm. Pinot Gris. Um, but they can tend to be a bit disjoint. It's very hard. There's a lot of textures and aromas to battle and it can be a bit hard to find them to come together, but this wine does it really well that it comes through in the palate with a very elegant kind of understatement, which I think is a real triumph for a grape that is, you know, for so much Pinot uh, Gorchaminer, um, mm. which is not known to be understated, if that for makes sure. sense. Yeah. So it's really, it's a really nice one. It's yeah, really thank you. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it's like that, because uh, the day I decided to make maceration, I said, okay, let's go, let's do it. And the result was that, then uh, I'm happy. Uh, what is interesting, uh, perhaps, it can be, uh, can be uh, an answer to your uh, question, is uh, I always mix two, two vintages. This is a 16 and 17. Uh, the idea is uh, I make uh, on my old vines some great uh, terroir uh, on the slopes. I make a long maceration of eight months. And I think um, what I learned about the maceration is uh, the long maceration gives really uh, complexity, length, and, and, uh, and freshness uh, of the tannins, of the bitterness. And especially Gewürztraminer is a very bitter grape variety. And the 17 uh, young vines uh, are just macerated eight days to have something uh, easy, fruity, mm -hmm. aromatic. And I think the blend of the two is interesting mm -hmm. uh, to, to have this uh, long maceration and this short maceration. And uh, also this long aging because I, I this, then this wine is aged a long time, um, and yet yeah, the natural wines. I think the the most important things is also the time. Mm. 
It's, 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 it, you have to listen to your wine. It's not you. Uh, I'm not deciding uh, how what will be the wine and when it will be bottled. It's the wine that decides. Yeah. Uh, you have to listen to him and not to him to say to him, "I want that," because one moment there will be a fight, and that's bad. And uh, and it's always good surprise. Sometimes I finally make a pet nut, even though I wanted to make a steel wine and a dry wine or an oxidative, even I wanted not to make a long aging oxidative. It's, I don't know, it's um, either way. We yeah. have, uh, that's why it's, it's cool to, to uh, we are not uh, making an industry with uh, a taste and uh, a volume we have all the year. We have to, to adapt this like a child. You cannot make the same indication with, uh, a very turbulent, uh, active child and a very quiet and uh, introspective child. Right. You have to adapt. And uh, for the wine, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's That's very a, useful. It's a really nice analogy, for sure. Mm. I, um, my wife and I run into that every day with our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's very both the same as us and very different, so we have to adapt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and that's cool, because uh, if you do that, um, the, the, my two sons are teenage, and sometimes I say, wow, they are not crazy, they are not, uh, in com there is no fight between us. Yeah. Because um, I, we, we are in, uh, in, the, in the, we listen to them, and uh, for the wine, the same. If you, if you don't listen to them, you, 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 one day there will be a fight, and then we have, you have a, a mouse, you have a, a bullshit reduction, <laughs> you have a, uh, I don't know, um, VA, you have all the problem because one day the energy, you give uh, the bad energy where you, when you say to the one, I want that, poof, goes away with something else. And uh, when you listen to him, things are good. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Very cool. So, I mean, just kind of uh, finishing up here too, mm. what, uh, going around the festival or for the fair, I mean, or, or even just at home, like, what else uh, beyond your own wines and the wines of region, what else do you like to drink? If you're going to grab something, what's uh, what, what, which wine I like to drink? You like uh, to drink. Okay, um, more I I'm being older, more like my wines. Uh, even uh, I really like to drink something else. Um, but after I was born, my father was really loving uh, Beaujolais, and for sure um, I love Gamay. Uh, it's really easy drinking complex wines. Um, the Loire Valley also are really a region which is very active. And now I'm very happy about uh, yeah, the, new, the new way, uh, for example, the, the wine from Anton in, uh, in Australia, I really love them. Uh, I think there is really good, great soil, like good, great places in the world, and uh, it's really funny to, to learn about that and to, and to yeah. Then, um, I like these this new places, for sure, the traditional region in France. Uh, many times there, is, there are all no, also not a lot of wine growers who make great wines. Then it's a bit poor, but uh, yeah, I think the, where there is a good energy for mm. places where it's not very well known, places where the people want to, to uh, make something new and change the things and go more purity, I like that. Cool. Yeah, and I, that's what I love about uh, I think this room, this festival is like you have people from all kinds of different places that have mm. that kind of same idea, and um, um, when you bring them all together, it's usually a pretty good time. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. and for sure the places also where there is freshness because uh, for me, 
Uh, I like a very uh, nice maturity. For mm -hmm. me, the grapes must be ripe to make a great wine. But for sure, I like when it's minimum freshness, easiness to drink. Uh, even it can be f so for France, for example, but then uh, with a long aging, with um, something who gives the freshness at the yeah, end. Yeah. Uh, if it's a bit boring to drink, uh, I'm not so fun. Too hard work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. No, thanks so much. I, I really appreciate bringing these wines. They're both absolutely beautiful, as uh, every bottle I've had from you um, has always cool. been. And so, um, uh, thanks for going to the Real Wine Fair. Thanks for joining us at the table. And um, you it's know. always a pleasure to come in London. Each time I come, it's a great, nice sunshine. And then uh, it's cool. Cheers. Sante. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>